to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Here we go. Another fantastic Frequently Asked Friday, Friday with my man, Friday, man, Friday, Friday, <laughs> Friday with my man, Henry Evans. How you doing, Henry? I'm doing great, Martin. Glad to be here. We got a great question this week. Uh, yeah, let's reset this. Everybody knows we're habits to goals, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you you have not reached the wrong podcast. Um any GTR you want to share? Not that it's mandatory. Uh, I got my car detailed. I felt really good about that. <laughs> Sometimes it's the little things that make you feel better, you know? Oh, uh, well, in that case, that you said the little thing and somehow that sparked my GTR. So I had, I only had like two surf sessions in January and I was lamenting the fact. And then like the 29th came around. And it was just gorgeous, like little things, right? But, I mean, you're talking picturesque. So surf the 29th, surf the 30th, surf the 31st, surf the 1st. Anyhow, that's my GTR. Now, I mean, today I had to force myself not to surf. (laughs) All right, now we got that out of the way. So what's today's question? Today we are talking about the difference between a skill and a habit. What is the difference between those two? And we have some myths we can talk about too, but let's let's talk first about what the difference is. Well, it's it's very kind of deep in the weeds and um you know in in chatting with you previously about this, I had shared how fascinating it is that you know, some of the top behavior, uh, behavioral psychologists cannot define the difference. And I think that is very peculiar. I'm not even a behavioral psychologist and I can't define the difference. Well, and, and look, if the, if the, you know, (laughs) experts experts can't, then, then certainly, uh, Nobody else should be able to. Right. And so I referenced, I wrote a couple blog posts about this, and um, I thought it was quite fascinating. So I'll back up and just say one of my favorite diagrams to share is is Dr. Stephen Covey, the late, great Dr. Covey. His, his diagram of the... Author of the seven habits yes. of highly effective people. Yeah. Yep. 20 million plus copies sold. Mm-hmm. A legend... But he, he often referenced these three ingredients. They were requirements. Imagine three circles overlapping, and at the intersection is habit. So the three circles are the requirements for habit development, as he described it, were knowledge, skill, which we'll revisit, and desire. And I always thought that was really fascinating. So you have those three overlapping and you have habit in the middle. So you have knowledge in one, desire in the other, and skill. And at surface level, this is um, very helpful. You, you need the knowledge 
to develop the habit. If it's brushing your teeth, right, you kind of have to know how where to the toothpaste it. is, right. how to put it on. You have to have the desire, which is the main ingredient. Um, anybody I'm ever coaching, it comes down to ultimately desire. Yeah. How, how bad do you want it? And I know that, uh, because, because the habit factor can help with the knowledge. It can probably even help with some of the skill and it can provide a great tool. But if, just like we said in the workshop, if you don't, not you, any one of us don't bring the desire, it ain't going to happen. Well, that was the first thing from thinking grow rich, burning desire. Right. And so that's a requirement. Yeah. So, so we have knowledge, we have desire, but skill actually bothered me. And in the context of your question, and your question is, what's the difference between habit and skill? It seems a little peculiar to put skill as that third circle. And what I'll just come out and say what I think it should actually be is, is the capacity or basic capacity to perform the behavior, not a skill. So going back to brushing your teeth, you don't have to have to develop the habit of brushing your teeth. You don't have to have the skill of brushing your teeth. You have to have the basic capacity, hold the toothbrush, move your elbow, smile. It, it, there's another reason I want to move skill, but if, if you want to, um, give me another habit, tie your shoelace, which could be, mm-hmm. and this is actually a very good example. Is it a skill or is it a habit? You can do it habitually right. kind of without thinking, but it's certainly a skill. So what, what I'm getting kind at, both. Yeah. it is both. Yeah. And that's why I believe the, there's a very roundabout answer to your question. And it's that rather than focus on what's the difference between them, consider them ident, not identical, <laughs> excuse me, consider them twins that are non-identical. And then fraternal. we, yeah, fraternal twins. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we have here is in that overlapping center, you have habit. I know this is getting into the weeds, but I think it's important. You have habit and slash skill, and then you have capacity to perform the behavior as the third ingredient. Gotcha. The other reason this is helpful for us to understand is when there's just so much kind of misinformation about habit, habit development. So what you may call myths or I might call myths like takes 21 days to perfect. create a habit. So, so think about that. If we move skill right next to habit, that means you could say takes 21 days to build a skill. So imagine telling a, a pilot, 21 days to get your pilot's license. Yeah. That's not going to work out too well. Right. And so the answer is it doesn't take 21 days to develop a habit. It could take eight months, just like it could take eight months to develop a skill. Well, and and one of the key things with that too is that I think there's a big myth and misconception that a habit has to be daily, but I have a habit to get my teeth cleaned and that's every six months. Perfect. It's a habit, but it's not sure not daily. And, and it's a perfect example. Cause yeah, when people are trying to build habits, they think 
If I miss a oh day. Oh, my God. I want to build the habit of push-ups. If I miss a day. Um, I'm going to beat myself up. Yeah. Yep. And the challenge there is that's a myth. You can miss many days. You just need to have consistency over time. Um, and what, the tracking. What's the other myth? Yeah. The well, tra- the other one we were talking about was, this is one that I like to use, is, okay, if I go and I jog and work out, then Saturday night I get to reward myself oh, yeah. with pizza. <laughs> the reward. The reward. So do you have to have a reward to develop a to habit? develop a habit? Do you have to? This is what I love to say now, and I'm going to always say this. I'm just going to remove the word habit. I'm not saying they're identical. I'm saying they're fraternal. I like that word. Remove habit, insert skill. And what was the skill you were trying to build? In your question, you just said, uh, oh, well, you just said, do you need, do you need a reward to right. develop so, a habit? So, 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 so the question is, do you need a reward to develop a skill? Did you need a reward to learn to ride a bike? No, the riding the bike was its own intrinsic reward. Wow. Yeah. High five, fist yep. pump, boom. Yes. And so that in the context of skill, you can begin to see how these habit myths fade away. So so it gets back to that burning desire then. Because if I didn't have a desire to ride the bike. Well, you need the capacity. You need you need your knees need to work, your feet need to work. Right. You need to be able to balance the basic but if, capacity. I, but if I didn't want to learn how to ride a bike, that wouldn't be a reward it, in and of itself. Correct. So you have desire, you have the knowledge. You probably had somebody teaching you, you had the knowledge. And yep. you had the basic capacity, not the skill. But when you right. added those three together, you got the skill. And coincidentally, if you jump on a bike, I don't know, 15, 20 years later, chances are very good you're going to be able to ride it because you've also developed the habit it's they they share that unconscious um semi unconscious level or place in the brain it's it's an older part of the brain there's a limbic region and there's also something called the cerebellum and um the point is the f- slow part of the brain when you're thinking and you're learning is this executive it's the front slow yeah and but that's okay that's okay but after hundreds of hours of practice, you develop the habit and or slash skill, and it becomes so. There's that. <clears throat> well, I mean, you have to you have to do it in order to gain skill, which is why habit and skill are so closely related. Bingo. Yeah. And yeah, that makes sense. You, I think there's the levels of competence. Another mm-hmm. word for competence is skill. I'll just fill this. The key point is the highest level of competence, the highest level of skill is unconscious competence. Where it's automatic. Where it's habit-like and it's semi-unconscious or subconscious. So the maestro behind the, or you know, the pianist, right? Right. They are not thinking... Finger, key, finger, there's, there's very little thought. In fact, the, the, the best players, right? They, they can, they can just kind of get in the flow well, and, and impromptu I mean, and it's all you, unconscious. When you get in the car, you think about it. When you first started driving, I still remember I had to drive over this little dam that we lived by and it freaked me out because it was a real narrow road. And as I got competent and it became more unconscious, I'm able to drive. And nowadays I'm able to drive while 
eating a hamburger, talking on the phone, and texting all at the same time. It's magnificent. That is, well, yes, and it's a little dangerous, but that's unconscious. Maybe just on the phone. That's right. unconscious competence. Okay, so let's go through these just to make sure everybody gets them. So what are the yeah, four levels? Perfect. <laughs> You're brilliant. The first is unconscious incompetence, okay. which just means I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I know right? no, like, yeah, I know nothing, and I don't even. I'm not even I, aware. I don't know. I, bingo. Got I'm it. not even aware. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Next level is, I'm aware. I don't know. So it's conscious incompetence. That was the first time I saw Tiger Woods play golf. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I now realize I know nothing about the game right. of golf. Okay. Right. Got and it? then the third level is conscious competence. So you're you're aware, and you're kind of good. You're but you have to focus. You have yeah, to you really gotta work concentrate, at it. Right. and you're you're hardly in the flow. Sixteen year old driver. Yeah, you're. <laughs> yeah. yeah, genius. Yeah, oh, you're so good. And then the highest level, which is the whole point of this conversation, autopilot. Autopilot. That is where skill and habit reside. That's why they're semi. They're, they're fraternal twins. They need to be next to each other. Yeah. They're interchangeable. So when you say what's the difference, I'm happy to talk about the difference, but, but the, just realize the very best behavioral psychologists cannot tell you the difference. They struggle. So rather than focus on the difference for us, the layman, let's focus on the similarity, right. which is they share this unconscious competence Right, they they live in the same place in the 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 brain, if you will, um, and they're almost interchangeable. Is again tying your shoe a skill or is it a habit? The answer is it's both. Right. So, right. Hope, love it. That hopefully, we didn't sense. beat that into the ground. No, that was good. That makes sense, and I'm glad you went through the four levels. I think that really makes it. It just kind of brings it all home. It in so my mind, like it brings them. It brings them closer. It shows why skill cannot be a requirement for habit development. Yep. Well, and also it, it lets you off the hook. If you're working towards something, the habit is arguably more important because it's going to lead to the skill because you have to start working at it. I mean, if I want to learn how to play, play the piano, I'm not going to gain any skill unless I develop the habit to practice. Absolutely. But but the beauty is they 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 reside in the same part nearly in the brain. They're in that fast, super reflexive. Mm-hmm. That's that unconscious competence. So it's the old lizard brain, or the lizard brain, brain. reptilian. Yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah, amygdala, something like that. <laughs> um, all right. Any closing comments, thoughts? That was great. I like it. So you feel better about skill and habit. I feel much better. Next time your daughter asks you. Daddy, what's the difference? (laughs) I'll say go listen to the podcast. All right, right, Henry. Brilliant work. All right. Thank thank you, you. listener. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. If there's one thing I know, and I think Jim Rohn was the one who said this originally, in five years, the difference in your life will be largely based upon two things, the books you've read 
and the relationships you have fostered. Doesn't it make sense to take advantage of the downtime, whether you're on the road, on a run, in the gym, kill a couple birds with one stone, get a book going? It's phenomenal. It's I, the more people I turn on to it, the more uh, compliments I get. Not that I've actually done anything. 180,000 titles to choose from. You get one free book a month, 30% off any other book. Again, check it out. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. I'm going to say that again real quick. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And that is the number two. And of course, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting the show. So thank you again. I am extremely grateful. We'll see you at the next episode.